Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and the rest of you moldy cummerbunds. I don't even know what that means, but I'm coming up with new things to insult you with all the time because I care. It is time for Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, FM 99 of the Fox's only, first and only, wrestling podcast. Uh, this is episode 103. As always, that's Dave Taylor. Who would wear a, a moldy cummerbund? Them, Dave! Okay. The notorious right. them. All right. Ooh. And I'm Sean. Uh, we, <laughs> this is Eat Sleep Podcast Pete. Come and free. lots of places you can uh, find us, interact with us, get the business out of the way first. Uh, you can find us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com right there under the media tab. ESPR links you to our SoundCloud, which is our most widely used app. But you can use lots of different podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling and uh, give us a subscribe there. And if you, uh, if you could, maybe give us a five-star rating and a review because that helps us big time. Genuinely appreciate that. If you uh, want to get in touch with us, facebook.com slash ESPR99, excuse me, and on the Twitter at ESPR99, you can also email ESPR at FM99.com, lots of stuff there. So please, by all means, get in touch with us. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, and with that said, it is time for us to get into this week's episode. Uh, I think what we're going to do this week is, I don't know, should we do the, since we just got a few of them, should we do the, the questions first and then do the... The takeover review later because we got to talk about Takeover Twenty Five this episode. Yeah, and I know we're going to delve into that probably a lot more yeah. than anything else this week. We elected not to do uh, Super Showdown. That was going to be the third segment on this episode, yeah, but yeah. we elected not to do it because let's be honest, WWE's put maybe a combined five minutes of advertising time into this on their shows. And so two, and, and three minutes of that was in the last uh, Tuesday. Smackdown. Yeah, so we were like, <laughs> why are we going to dedicate a whole segment of the show to Super Showdown? Because nobody cares about this glorified house show. Uh, so if you want to check out our thoughts on that, our, our predictions for it, head on over to our Facebook page again, facebook.com slash ESPR99, and you can find it right there. We've got a video up where we did our picks for Super Showdown. I, I will say this. I am happy that they do these network specials. I'm, I'm not crazy about the but the location. Uh, I, business is business or whatever else. But it does make it having the network worth something. Because it's because at first it's, they didn't have anything for a while. It's like, well, aren't they having house shows? on? on no, now we got one. And then we complain I mean, about I agree it. with that, but I, not this one. Not this one. It's I mean, part. if you're not going to advertise it to your viewing audience and like knowing that they're going to rebel, then why put it on the network? Yeah, yeah. we'll barely just say make it, it something they do without the network and do a different one on the network. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big fan, but whatever. <clears throat> In any event, I guess maybe we can go ahead and tackle just these uh, things we have from a couple people right now. Yeah, uh, we got one suggestion from Corey. He suggested a show we need to check out on YouTube called The Wrestlers mm. uh, from Viceland. It says it's. I'm going to read you the description here. From the bright lights of Florida to the spotless streets of Japan and the chaos of the Congo, Damian Abraham dives headlong into the fascinating ways cultures around the world have embraced one of America's greatest exports, professional wrestling. It's from Viceland, so I mean, we're all familiar with that. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I literally just saw this email from Corey. I'm going to go check it out, but if you guys would like to check it out, it is The Wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer yeah, for I'm it. watching the trailer, yeah. Uh, I, I see the trailer there. If you want to check that out, head on over to YouTube. Just type in The Wrestlers. It's under Viceland's uh, feed, so you should be able to find it on there. It does look interesting. I'm genuinely intrigued by looking at this, because I, I do enjoy seeing how the rest of the world Im- kind of views wrestling. Oh, I, I, absolutely, because some may be in like the Lucha style or like the Mel Mascaris, like Think like it's just completely different than like what you know what's in the United States. Just Very amazing. Much so. And then, then Canadian wrestling, you know, like we have the Stampede style, and we get like the UK wrestling, but but this transcends that Bolivia. I mean, you never yes. would think about that, you know, as as a place that would have wrestling, but they do. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I mean, they talk about the Congo right there in their description. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. You know, I didn't know the Congo even had any interest. They're like Botswana, who listens to us. That's on the right, podcast. Botswana. <laughs> Loving their wrestling. Uh, so thank you for the suggestion, Corey. We're going to check that out, I promise you, uh, and take a look at what that has to offer and uh, give it a good view. We heard from our good buddy Jeffrey Dietz. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey had some uh, thoughts for us. We got an email from him here. I'm going to check that out real quick. Jeffrey says, hey, guys, hope you guys enjoyed TakeOver. I thought it was amazing as usual. Uh, but he missed the Riddle versus Strong match, okay. which is crazy to me. Okay. You um, can rewind the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you just, I, but you should be the first person to understand this, Dave. It's about having time. Well, I, absolutely. But, yeah, so but, he may not have time to get to that match right well, now. And, and I get that. And, and, and like, it's a match, match worth going back and watching. But here's what I do, because sometimes I don't watch the shows live. I will start them an hour later. Right. And then I, I will just skip ahead, because I know there's a promo, there's an interview segment, and whatever else. Which I will say this, and I will apologize to this, because when we interviewed Nita Strauss, and we and I talked about Evolution, and she mentioned that she played at WrestleMania, because of my impatience of uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's entrances, yeah. I completely missed that at Mania, because yeah. I, I was just fast-forwarding through all that stuff. To I should have called on. you out for that right in front of her. I should have been like, by the way, Dave <laughs> skipped that. I just want you to understand that Dave skipped that part. Um, <laughs> I missed I missed an opportunity there. I, yeah, I gotta remember, if we interview Nita again, I'm going to make that. I'm gonna but, make a note like what you that. said, I was like, Oh, that's right. She did that. I just I didn't know yeah. that because <laughs> I skipped it. You know, and, and, and then I was taking out the trash at the end of the match, and then I was like, "Why is AJ Styles on the ground?" And I was like, "Oh." And then I had to rewind it and watch that. Damn it, Dave. <laughs> In any event, Sorry, um, so I'll go ahead and give you some uh, thoughts here from Jeffrey Dietz. Uh, spoiler alert: Some of this has to do with Takeover, which we're going to talk about this episode. If you haven't watched Takeover already, pause the episode, go watch it, then come back because I'm not going to. I'm not going to feel bad about spoiling for you this way, right a week later. He said, you guys know anything on Damian Priest? Uh, he used to be Punishment Martinez on the indies. Really intense dude. I'm looking forward to a lot from him. Uh, he's a menacing, menacing dude. I'm not sure what they're doing with him. The first kind of little snippet they showed of him a few weeks back, uh, Damian Martinez, seemed really kind of gothic and, and, and fit kind of what I thought would be with him. Then this newer one they show is still kind of ominous, but he's in like a nightclub. And I'm kind of like... Uh, I hope he's not going to be some kind of clubbing, too cool, like not not like like Carlito cool, but you know what I mean. Not, <laughs> I don't need him to be a dark brooding cool guy. Spitting apples. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I, I want him to go with the dark menacing thing with this dude. Well, he could be the other cologne to just start like handing out brochures. He could for- not, and that'd be okay too. <laughs> They're um, still on the roster, which is like I know. I know. Which is a shame because they're really talented, Epico and Primo or whatever. Yeah, but they kind of look like Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> Just a little bit. I can't ever take them seriously. Uh, do you, okay, he said, do you think maybe Gargano is getting a call-up soon? I think so. I think he's done just about everything there is for him to do in yeah, NXT, yeah. and it's time for him to go. I, you know, They gave him the title, and there, I think there's no shame in him losing in a phenomenal match, which we'll, talk, we'll dive into. And he was already up there briefly. Yeah. Well, it seemed like they were teasing that, and then Champa got hurt, so maybe yeah. that, that put a, a damper on their plans. But, but I, I do think he ends up there sooner than later. Um, he said he popped huge for uh, Adam Cole's entrance, not really because, oddly enough, of um, Adam Cole, but because for Josiah Williams, the guy who was singing, uh, rapping, he does this thing on YouTube where you can go find out. He raps over, it's called Wrestle and Flow, and he raps over WWE entrances. He's been doing it for a long time. So, yeah, it was a really cool nod to the internet wrestling crowd, clearly who they're playing to there. Yeah. Because a lot of people didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. He said, "I guess Tyler Breeze is officially back on NXT, so hopefully, maybe we'll see more off- see him more often." They did, um, they did mention that during the match, and I'm going to say this now because I'm going to forget when we talk about the match. Yes, but when he hit one of his moves, um, 
and God, I, help me out on the commentating team, but uh, the guy doing the play, but now uh, play by play guy, the play by play for guy. NXT Takeover, which oh, was uh, God, Amaro um, uh, Nello. Yes, okay. I, so, for, so, for a second, his name escaped me too. So, so when Tyler hit a move, he had to go through his notes to look up what the name of the move was because you could see where the camera's over there and they're right in front of him. Yeah, he's like Tyler hits him, and he's like. With his whatever, you know, because yeah. it's one of his signature moves. Yeah, but well, I mean, Tyler was look on it his up. way out when Morrow was getting there through there. I mean, so it's not really so much of a surprise that Morrow had to familiar himself with it. But I didn't love Morrow on the show. We'll talk about that a little more later, yeah. but I, I didn't love Morrow on this show. Um, up next, he says, uh, let's see. Oh, he's, he's hoping we'll see more of him on NXT, and I think we will. Uh, he's, he's, from what I understand, officially back in NXT, Yeah, which yeah, I that's... think is good. If you don't have some form in the main roster, don't keep him up. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, more guys. He's got some thoughts on Super Showdown here, given all the controversies behind the events. I understand why people want to boycott it, but in my opinion, it doesn't. Oh, dang it! The thing jumped down on me. Ah, in my opinion, it doesn't do anything, and it's unfair to the fans in Saudi Arabia who actually love these shows and finally get to see live wrestling. With that being said, though, super proud of Sammy's for Syria campaign. What Sammy's doing, y'all should check that out. See now, okay, this is this is one thing to me. I feel like it's a little weird to say super proud of Sammy and his Sammy for Syria campaign. And then at the same time, guys, this is unfair to the Saudis. They're the ones who don't want him there, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I understand the Saudi people aren't necessarily the issue here, but they, they're making this deal with the Saudi government and, and businesses there and whatnot. So, I mean, that's really the issue. I mean, I guess he says it's not fan, fair to the fans there. I, I don't know. I, I guess kind of it's not, but. I, 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 you have to draw the line somewhere. Is how I feel. I, I, it's this is almost like maybe maybe I'm incorrect me or, or if you like this is like an entertainer being hired by like a, like a private government to put on the show, right? You, you know when they get hired somewhere and you hear the story of Mariah Carey getting paid you know ten million dollars to, to perform a show for the government or whatever else. That's almost like what this WWE show is, right? You know it, it's you know they, okay they control the country and okay maybe it's not like the best thing but. It's a business deal. You know, it looks good in the bottom line. The stockholders go, well, okay, you know, we get this in the dividend or whatever else. Right. I get that aspect of it. Politically, it's, you know, it's dicey. I don't want to dive into that, but I, I can understand the other side of that where people are like, well, you know, this, you know, the whole journalism thing and all that stuff. It's a slippery slope. It is. But we got it for like the next, what, eight years now? <sighs> At least. Um, he <laughs> so said, they buy the company? I think it's through 2030 is this deal with them. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he said, supposedly Alexa Bliss and Natalia are on standby for a possible match in Saudi Arabia today. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this now. I saw the report a couple of hours ago. They're not anymore. The They were under the impression the Saudi government had led them to believe they were going to be able to have the match. And then they got there and they changed their minds and told them no. So they're not having the match. Yeah. It's a bummer. He says that it should be a main goal of theirs. I think it is. I think getting a woman, if they could get a women's match to happen in Saudi Arabia, I think it'd be a big deal. I I mean, they they made steps with, um, uh, with Renee Young being, Mm -hmm. being, being on the commentary team. Yeah. 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 So, so it's, they're they're pushing that direction. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, Taker versus Goldberg hopefully doesn't go over 10 minutes. Agreed. Uh, although their entrances alone will be over that. Also, I like how Lesnar and Taker have been in the same building a few times recently, probably for the first time in forever, and they never do anything to acknowledge that. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Well, I, I think because I think they've moved past that. I mean, they've had their rematches and everything else, and I don't know. Right. You know. But. Um, and he also said he's ready for some pyro because we know they'll have it there. They oh, used a the, buttload last time. Yeah, they will. They save it all up for WrestleMania and this, apparently. <laughs> um. Uh, he he goes on here. He says, "P.S. is really important." He says some very nice things about us that I'm not going to dive into too much. We do yeah. appreciate them. This just we don't want to pat ourselves on the back too much on the show. 
Um, we do that enough jokingly most of the time. Uh, but I do appreciate the kind words, uh, Jeffrey. But he does say something here that I think is is relevant. He's talking about the recent issues and everything, and just kind of a thought that came to his mind. Yeah. Uh, our tragedy here in Virginia Beach last week, heartbreaking. By the way, you still can go to love4vb.com if you want to find a way to donate or help out in any way you can to uh, the victims and the families uh, of, of this horrible occurrence. Yeah. Uh, VB Strong, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, and we, I guess we haven't officially said it here on this show. Of course, our thoughts, prayers, well wishes, anything you know you can ever say go out to the families yeah. uh, and loved ones of those victims. Senseless tragedy. Our heart breaks for each one of those people. And uh, just we we'll all lean on each other, ladies and gentlemen, to get through it. Um, but, yeah, again, love4vb.com if you want to try and help out. Uh, he just said, if you ever feel like you're struggling or you have any mental issues that you need help with, you're not alone and there's no shape for asking for help uh, or no shame in asking for help. And I completely agree with him. I just, it's an important yeah. message to put out there. So I thought that was nice of Jeffrey. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, before we do uh, come back, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Takeover Twenty Five when we come back. But before we do, we're going to go ahead and give the wrestling ten bell salute in honor of the victims of the Virginia Beach Municipal uh, Center um, tragedy from last week here in Virginia Beach. So uh, please uh, allow us this moment of silence and a ten bell salute to those ladies and gentlemen. And we're back. Uh, thank you so much for joining us in that. And now it is time for us to get to the main crux of the episode. It is time for us to go over TakeOver 25. I'm just going to go ahead and say this right off of the bat. What a show. I, I, best show of the year so far. So it, it, for me, it's between this and AEW for show of the year so far. Yeah. Uh, just fan, fan freaking past. Outstanding. And I know I, once we go through the matches, I know we're going to delve into, I think, you know, where the, where the battlegrounds are, if you will, for wrestling. Right. When it comes to that, because yeah. uh, after watching this, and we and I talked about this, and I was like, well, what does this mean? And, you know, they, they stepped up. And in fact, you can still watch them for nine ninety nine as opposed to the other prices, which, you know, it's AEW's got a battle, but uh, man, they're putting up a heck of a fight. So uh, the match uh, kicked off uh, NXT TakeOver, Matt Riddle, yeah. defeating Roderick Strong. And, and a, what a great match to kick Hard off hitting, the show. Which yeah. I expected from Matt Riddle especially, but well, Strong really bringing it. it. Like I mean, like the first couple of minutes of that match, you're just like, well, you guys, take it easy. Like, you yeah, know, we They got, don't know how. <laughs> they don't know how to take it easy. That was a hard-hitting match. Yeah. They beat the ever-loving crap out of each other, and Matt Riddle picks up the win. Not a huge surprise no, for yeah, I think I picked Roderick Strong, but then I was thinking about, well, Matt Riddle lost in the, in the previous one, like the Velveteen Dream or whatever. And, right. it, and it made more sense booking-wise, but I thought, you know, but but they've but the uh, undisputed air have kind of worked out their issues for the at time least for the moment stuff. yeah um, but yeah Riddle Riddle getting the win in a hard fought yeah. match looked great yeah. yeah yeah both guys looking good in that uh, to me and it's hard I to saw, say. somebody somebody described Roderick Strong this way to me or, or online not to me yeah. personally they said he's like Teflon they said this guy can lose and lose and lose because he loses more than he wins yeah and he he can lose and lose and lose and the losses never affect him. There's, and that seems to be true, generally speaking. Th- there's certain guys that can do it. That many, because wins no, and losses not. do matter. But I, this dude has a level of credibility that... Because I've seen somebody write that about Elias, and I'm like, well... I disagree about Elias. Because they, they, they kind of, you know... 
I felt like for a while he was on the cusp of getting a really good push and feeling important, and I feel like I care less about him than ever right now. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, To me, what was the match of the night, and this is early as the second match, was the ladder match with the Street Profits winning the title. I think that was my prediction. What a (laughs) train wreck of a match. In a good way, I mean that. Oh, my gosh. Just what a match, dude. Create chaos from bell to bell. The the spot where uh, I think it was like the undisputed there with the ladder, I think throwing it back. Yeah. Oh my god. Is it like Danny Burch who like survived um, the ladder? Uh, beat was, us. I, I or, or is it Locker? Uh, oh, the uh, Locker in or I totally butchered his name, but uh, you know, and the Forgotten Sons with their guy with um, who's the guy that came out in the middle of that match? Oh, Jackson Riker. Yeah. Wow. Who it <laughs> comes out looking like a video game boss character, <laughs> just <laughs> annihilating everybody. I love that everybody grouped up to beat him up, but yeah. I love that even when he's on the outside, they just have to keep hitting him yeah. with things. Keep. It, but I love this because that feels to me like they're setting him up to be a singles guy coming up. I mean, still with the the forgotten. Oh son, yeah, yeah. But he's getting he's getting focused on. You know what I mean? Well, that was I think somebody wrote before like where like it didn't all fit together. Like he right. was like the odd man out. Even like he was great, he just didn't fit. It's almost like when uh, Bray. Uh, Rod Strowman was like with the Wyatt family, like it didn't fit, but he was like right. a way to introduce him, and then he got out of the zone. And then obviously we saw what happened. But. Right, uh, Riker is a beast. Love him. Uh, former Marine, I think too. Um, yeah. But I, I got to actually call some matches for him um, oh, when wow. he was Gunner. Uh, when he came from Impact, he left Impact and was on the independent scene. Wrestled for a promotion called Fusion Wrestling. I got to talk to him some and call call a match of his. Uh, against Aiden Chambers, who's an independent guy, you should look up. He's amazing. He great dude, hell of a talent, passionate about the business. So I couldn't be happier for the guy. Um, but just very cool. I, I match bell to bell, fantastic, and the right guys won. Yeah, yeah. But that was if you're gonna rewatch a match, like that to me is like I, I'm gonna probably watch that again because there's so much stuff I missed in that match. But they there's timed a lot it out just on. right. And kudos, by the way, to uh, um, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, dude, it took a nasty fall on the ladder that was, that early was, in the match. It, yeah, the back, yeah, early in the match, and somehow stayed alive. And then he almost, like you said, almost got wiped out by the ladder <laughs> later. Yeah, and just barely missed that. But I don't know how a he stayed in the match and b operated at as high a level as he did for the whole thing. But congrats, dude. <sighs> Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly is a monster. Yeah, his Good back looked really bad. And then, like Bobby Fish, I think later we saw he was in a sling, but apparently sling, he wasn't but... actually injured. It was just precaution because he's had injuries yeah. with that in the past. Yeah. So it's just the, he was banged up. So let's take precaution. Th- think of a picture like after he's done throwing, they, they wrap up the shoulder. Yeah, he'll wear a sling it. sometimes. Yeah, just you know, to baby just, it a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. You know, ice it up or whatever else. Uh, and a match I thought was was pretty good. Um, and, and I love seeing Tyler Breeze wrestle this way. His Valentine yes. Dream. Fighting Tyler Breeze. That if, match reminded you how good Tyler Breeze is. Yeah, because, man, I mean, he's doing some stuff in that match. I'm like, God, I kind of forgot he did this. He's, he's not a comedy guy. you know. I mean, I love it when he comes out because he's flamboyant. And, yeah. I mean, it's a perfect matchup, two flamboyant wrestlers. You know, and the right guy won with Velveteen Dream. And, not, not, you know, Tyler's going to – Tyler's fine. You know, yeah, Tyler's he, fine he, right he's now. Re- it was a good return for him to NXT. Yeah. I mean, really, he came back a little while ago. But this was this was a good cementing. Like I'm back in NXT yeah. and operating at a top level. I mean, just the, the physical style and the, the stuff that Breeze did and, and Velveteen Dream was just amazing as always too. This yeah. was the, the right. And matchup. by the way, can I say that I loved Velveteen winning at the end because like it was the, the he went for the title, the swing the title and hit him. Breeze catches it, you know, the ref takes it, blah yeah. blah blah blah. Anyways, he hits the uh, I can't remember what he calls uh, the dream, maybe Dream Valley Driver or something like that. He hits that. And immediately goes to the chop and drops the elbow as fast as he can. Yeah. And I love that sort of sense of urgency, like in that, because, 
And see, that's one of the things I like about this. While, yes, you get guys kicking out of finishes and stuff like that, it's not always the case. I think it depends on the match, the build, the intensity. This one didn't have the other ones had in their places. So with this one, it's I hit the dream over, match over. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it made sense. And, again, he did it quickly, and I appreciated that. I, well, I appreciate that because I like, I like Tyler hit his uh, his move. Uh, not the unprettier, but um, – I right, I know what you're but, talking about. Yeah. I can't think of the name. Yeah, I need to look up my the notes. Kick. Like I can't remember the name of the kick. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, when you know, on the outside, what are you in them with? Oh, you in them with that. Uh, but I, I enjoyed the match. Another great match was uh, Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai. Shirai. That's close. Uh, by by, by uh, submission. But, man, that was, what a, what a, that was a fantastic uh, match. I, I will say this. And, and Shayna is different than Ronda Rousey. Yeah. But but she has she's grown more polished. She's more, yeah, a lot but more polished. But what she has that Ronda also has is that believability. Yeah, a little bit a little bit awkward in her style in the sense that she looks like she's really trying to fight sometimes. Yeah, and so it doesn't come across as wrestling. But that's good because it comes across as believable. But, but I like that. I, I love my wrestling to be believable. When yeah. you think, oh my gosh, she's but I don't really need pissed. everybody she's to have this. that exact same style. But it works for her. Yeah, you know, yeah. And it stands out amongst everybody else, and he, she comes across like a badass. Yeah, I can't. I say this before, like I can't wait for her to be on the main roster. To see some of the stuff that happens, but at the same time, I saw a great review where somebody was talking about the match. They said, normally I'd complain about Shayna Baszler winning because it means she's not going to the main roster anytime soon, but in this case, I think it's a blessing that anybody doesn't move to the main roster because the main roster is so bad right now. Yeah. yeah. And it is horrible right now. So I think anybody staying on NXT is a blessing. Yeah. Uh, guys who can't get out of their WWE contracts may request to go to a- NXT. Well, and I see the stories popping up too that like either trying to sign people like five year deals. The or new whatever. guys yeah. are trying to sign to five year deals now instead of three like they did before because Juice Robinson did that. Yeah, uh, he was CJ Parker, I think it was his name when he was in uh, NXT. He got out and now he's he's gone and made a name for himself in Japan off of what he did in NXT, and they don't want that happening again. Yeah. Now so. I will say this: John Moxley in another interview said that like. Like he doesn't want like the WWE signing guys like the independents like too early like let him get seasoned because yeah. he said that's what like worked for him you know it's worked you know he that's part of the problem Cesaro's if you sign these guys too early all they know is the WWE style and a they don't have any polish on them for like it's it's WWE adds polish yeah you know what I mean I don't think they. They've, they've created some good wrestlers. You know, they do have a track record of that. But some of those guys had a God-given gift beforehand, like Kurt Angle, like, you know what I mean? Guys like yeah. that. Whereas Hard you've got find. guys who they try to turn into wrestlers that just, they don't have the ability before the polish. Yeah. So they're trying to add polish to something that's not ready to be polished. Yeah, because there was guys, I even think like in the 90s, like when like GWF was around, Global Wrestling Federation, and I don't, mm. know, I don't know if you watched it when that was on ESPN, but, you know, the Lightning Kid, who later became the one two three kid yeah. X-Pac, uh, like him and like Jerry Lynn, man, yeah. they they had some outstanding matches, you yeah. know. And, and it, but it's weird because Jerry never, I guess I don't say grasp because he, I, but you know when he's in the WWE, this never fit that style because of right. what he was. You know, they never some right. of those guys. It just doesn't work. I mean, people have the high hopes, but you got to you know if you if you can't adapt to that, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know the, the one two three kid did and uh, went know, on to a relatively successful out. career. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, Shayna Baszler gets the win. She's amazing. Yeah, uh, and, and, and Io Shirai looking vicious after the bell. I wonder, oh, uh, I wonder if that's going to be a switch in her or if it's just, just a continuation of their feud. Yeah, because maybe just – I was kind of surprised by that a little bit. And that was, I think, like uh, – who is it like? was like, I can't believe she's doing this. Was that Nigel? Or, uh, I think uh, it was Nigel saying like it was bad sportsmanship and then yeah. Morrow trying to be like, well, you can only take so much, you know. Yeah. And Shayna's been a bully repeatedly for well, any. Yeah, so eventually you lose your cool, you know. Ladies and, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I do think that – 
Nigel, I think Nigel saying that was actually kind of a mistake because I get it kind of. He's supposed to be kind of the guy who justifies heel actions, and so he'll jump on the vases sometimes. Yeah. But the problem is Nigel's not so out. He's not Corey Graves. He's not so far over the line as far as being hypocritical yeah. that he seems outlandish. So Nigel still has some credibility to what he says. So when he says that something seems uh, in like unsportsmanlike yeah, uh, place, or whatever, yeah, yeah. you kind of buy it. You're like, yeah, it is kind of unsportsmanlike, you know. So I did think it was a little weird. I wish yeah. I wish Shayna had done something to deserve it. Yeah, that you know was I mean? the thing. Nothing wrong. Like her buddies got involved and everything, and that was something. But, but, but was I wish something Cam- had happened but right Candace, then. But uh, Candice like, came down and fought him off. Basically, I wish something had happened right then to cause yeah. it. Like I wish Shayna had like say say Shirai got up and like uh, tried to shake her hand or something yeah, or whatever, yeah. and Shayna like pie faces her and walks away. Yeah, it's like, hey, and goes to walk away or something. Yeah. Then she beats. The, okay, you asked for it then. But I, I did think it was a little odd, but, I you know, it, it's not going to kill anything. Yeah, yeah. no, I, but you know what? I mean, like, every once in a while, a face, you know, just has to be upset. And just, yeah. be, you know, I, I don't, is he going to backfire? Worked out pretty well for Becky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Which is weird, but, like, every time I see that now, because I'm always thinking, like, oh, are they going to try the Becky route? Like, you know, the Bailey and, you know, right. Alexa Bliss. Like, the Bailey Alexa Bliss, this is like the rebirth of Bailey. This is almost like, this is what we should have done three years ago or whatever else. Because right. like, she's going to be an Alexa. I love the seat come out though, where the Kendall stick comes out, and then she just uses it or whatever. Although I hate to go down that. Now, now it seems like a crutch because she didn't use it the first time, and now everybody else is. Right. Yep. So we have one match left in the card. Uh, one match left in card. I'm sorry. You mean the main event of the evening? Yes. That's what you mean, right? Yes. For the okay. NXT Championship, Johnny Gargano defending against Adam Cole. But Adam Cole walking away with the title, baby. Baby. Well, I mean, that's more of a. Uh, that, let's be clear. That's more of the New Day thing. Let's say it yeah. right. Adam Cole, Cole baby. baby. Yeah. That's that's more how he does it. But in any event, um, what a match! What a match! Fan freaking tastic. There's a whole lot of super kicks. Or, uh, whole kick. lot of super kicks. <laughs> whole like, lot of super uh, kicks. Okay, wait a minute here, because that was all that was going on for a while. Whole but, lot of super kicks. Even Dolph Ziggler is like, wow, hey, okay. Uh, it, <laughs> the, at a certain uh, point, it, it it is it. But I mean, the match was 30 minutes long yeah, or something 32 like that. 32 minutes. Yeah, it was it was a long match. And I mean, so many believable near falls. Yeah, it almost got to a point of being too many. Almost, that I feel like they knew that. Like they knew that this is as far as we can push it before yeah. people are going to start groaning. And they—that's when they chose to get out. And it was perfect timing because they got it right at the peak of everybody's interest, and then yeah. they got out. And I was like, "Beautiful, that was perfect." Because that is my concern sometimes, where, where there's just like too much. I know it's an independent thing where there, you know, yeah. there's, there's there's 50 moves, and then. You know, at least the guy wanted the finisher. Like he didn't want like a small package. Mm-hmm. It always like, you know, in the case. But man, and then, and then the undisputed era coming out. And they're they're celebrating and Adam it, Cole. It's his time. Yeah, yeah, I've been saying it every pay per view since. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the I, Luke, it was like year, Luke right? Harper prediction. <laughs> yeah. only, only I got to be right this time. Yeah. Um, in any event, uh, congratulations to Adam Cole. I'm thrilled to see what they do with him now, leading the NXT brand. Uh, it's his world, and everybody else is just living in it. All right. So overall, out- outstanding as we said. I mean, I mean this show all, is all five matches worth yeah. watching, which, and I know a, uh, AEW is a little different because, I mean, obviously the matches were good, you know, some odd familiar names, so it's kind of, you know, tough. It's like, oh, you know, it's kind of like watching like when worlds collide in NXT, or on the network where the, you're like, there's some guys you don't get, but the matches are good. I think the only thing that kept me from being really, to, from calling this a 10, and this is just my personal thing, the only thing keeps me from calling it a 10 is I didn't have the personal investment in some of the storylines, especially like the Roderick Strong, or not Roderick Strong, uh, uh, Johnny Gargano 
Adam Cole one because again it was a fill in for what they were going to do with Champa and everything. Yeah, so everything's yeah. kind of been set up short notice. So and that's not their fault. They did an amazing job, and they took this all the way to like a nine and a half for me. <laughs> but just I didn't have the emotional connection to the storyline, so it wasn't quite what it could have been for me. Well, and, and that and that is strictly because I just didn't have that emotional connection. I'm not saying any in any way, shape, or form the match lacked. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I will say this too with Johnny because Johnny was always the guy that was like so close. Yeah. And never and they, obviously he finally got it, but he, he's kind of like. And now this is the situation where it's like, not really so much Stone Cold, or maybe it's where Becky is right now, where it's always better to like to be in the chase. Yeah. And for him, he was always like the guy to be in the chase and like to be so right. close. I mean, he, he he's going to get that redemption every once in a while, like Mankind yeah. or whatever else. And then, you know, there's his next title defense. The good guys never need to have terribly long reigns. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you, like you said, it's better for them to be in chase mode than it is as champion. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Sure I'll, I'll, I'll partner up there too. I mean, it was close to perfect, but as as you're going to get for a pay per view, yeah, that we have. So so coming off of this in AEW, yeah, uh, two tremendous, obviously well received pay per views back. To I didn't see a lot of negative, any much negativism of uh, negativity for <laughs> uh, for NXT. Um, you know, I mean, it could be the gripes of whatever, maybe the booking of who didn't win or whatever. But then, yeah. but I'm not. I'm talking more on the other side of things. You know, it was well produced, well put together. Um, you know, the commentary, you know, not like, and you had some. Mauro was another reason I didn't give this a nine and a half because Mauro seemed, he was shoehorning in bad lines, uh, through most of the night. And I, off the top of my head now, I can't remember well, any of them. But there, there were some but puns. Like, Mamma Mia! Well, Mamma Mia is his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, he's know. been saying that yeah, forever since he was doing MMA, since yeah. he was doing, bo- you know, he, he's been doing that forever. That doesn't bother me. Um, what bothers me is he was just trying to make puns. And he was shoehorning them in badly. And it, and he did it a lot through the night. And it was like, ah, stop, man. You're the play-by-play guy. You're not you're not supposed to be the, the goofy, like, roll-my-eyes kind of guy. Like, you, you're not Michael Cole. Please stop it. Well, I wonder, like, and obviously it's not Vince, but it's like something in this headset going, hey, you know. I'm sure or- somebody's saying something to him, but I, I, I don't know if that was him or if it was him trying to maybe change it up a little bit. Just yeah. Like, and I know he he's done this before. But it's, it just felt like there was a lot of them in this show. It, yeah. felt, like, it felt like I was getting, like, one or two a match. Yeah, and the, I was the, like, The commentary ah. kind of seemed that way where it's like, really? You and know, I would literally like, groan when I heard them. So, like, that was another thing that kind of kept it from being a perfect show for dad me. Dad jokes. Which yeah. is a bummer because I really like Mauro on a normal basis. This was not, a, not one of his it, better it, nights. It was, yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, uh, it's yeah, funny. Beth did all right. You know, there's times where I kind of forgot she was there because she was quiet for a while. But Yeah, true. If I'm, it's uh, Becky Lynch took a great shot at her online. Because oh, yeah. Edge, Edge and her have been going back and forth. Yeah. And he said something about her, his wife. And Becky goes, Can't your wife speak for herself? And she goes, Oh, wait, no, I watched TakeOver. She can't. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, God. <laughs> like, it's so good. If you if you don't follow Becky online, yeah. you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, she's still coming. Um, that that I, has I just, to be a match at some point, by the way. Just, and it, a final thought here. If I'm AEW, man, you know what I do? And I this is almost a shot in and of its own right. I don't take any shots at the main roster. No. I don't pay any attention to them. I don't give them the time of day. I take shots at NXT because I want to show that I don't – that even like – even though I'm looking at NXT, I don't see their main roster as worth my time. Yeah. This part of it is, that part's not. Because it, also, that'll drive Vince insane. Well, plus what they can do is like, oh, if you want to go up to the big what, you know, the big show or whatever it is, you know, you're not going to be the same. Like you, you, know, you have what you have here, but if you go up there, 
look what's happened to this guy. Look what's happened to that guy. You know, look what's happened to a guy we have here. You know, I just think that you know they. I but I think I don't think they should. They shouldn't even address the main roster. No, you know what I mean. Literally, like the, it's funny because people brought up how they took a shot at Triple H and not at Vince at the at AEW no. show, right? And I think that might have almost been by design because they know that the NXT brand is the popular internet wrestling yeah. brand, not the main roster. And, and that is the thing. And I think you and I have talked about this off. Okay, AEW. Is I mean it's I think it's going to do well at some point. It's it's a wrestling internet based wrestling. Yeah. What I mean by that is the WWE. I mean they got the hardcore fans that you, we're going to watch. People are going to bitch and moan. They're still going to watch, but they have the casual fans. You go to a right. regular show and they're like, oh the oh the crowd's dead or whatever else because they're not watching wrestling all the time. They don't know who everybody is. They're not you know and it's some of that's in the presentation. Right, you know, because you know, some of them get hot when you see you know Becky being hot or whatever else, and they they cool off on them. But if I'm not watching wrestling for the last couple of weeks, I I don't know what's going on. NXT that fan base is very loyal. I mean, that's what they're going to see is that. I mean, you're not a casual wrestling fan going to an NXT show. You're going and you're getting involved. And the same thing with AEW. You're not just like, well, I I like wrestling. I, I guess I'll you know if you want to check it out, I get it. But those who are buying the ticket. They're hardcore fans. That, that, that's why these venues are, are selling out. And then people say, well, WWE doesn't sell out. They're in Saudi Arabia today with, what, 60, 70,000 people Something or whatever. Something like that, yeah. You know. To say they don't is just silly. I mean, they're very successful. Yeah. It's just not exciting right now. That's all. Yeah. Exactly. So. But in any event, so that's TakeOver 25. Uh, I enjoyed the show very thoroughly. If you haven't watched it, go out of your way to. And that's ESPR for the week. So, yeah. So, Boom. Well, Boom! Well, stopping grounds is uh, just like it's not the preview preview, but that's coming up on the twenty third. So, so this is the preview preview no, preview. Well, this, they said the NXT review and how awesome it was, but yeah, yeah, ne- yeah next yeah, week will be the preview preview. Yeah, next week is the preview preview. Oh, <laughs> yeah. great! Okay, so next week will be the preview preview for stomping grounds. Those preview preview episodes, man, they're hot. Don't miss them. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, we should spend like two and a half minutes talking about everything that's coming up, like they did in uh, last week's Smack. Right. Of course, let's <laughs> give it that we got much time. time. To fell. So. Oh my gosh! What's in this? any event, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, again, if you want to get in touch with us, Facebook.com/slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99 and email ESPR at FM99.com. Go ahead and shoot us an, inter- uh, an email, question, concern, topic, whatever you'd like us to discuss, and we'll be happy to do so on next week's show. Uh, until that time, make sure you continue to eat, sleep, podcast. Don't make faces, Dave. Uh, it's, a, it's a good face. We're up two spots in, the, in Nambia. Yes, and repeat. <laughs>